This episode of the Beef Market Update is brought to you by Brett Young. You treat them like family, feed them like family. Talk to your retailer about Brett Young's forage and corn options for a happy, healthy herd. I am your host, Lindsay Smith, and it is time for the Beef Market Update with Ann Wasco of the Gateway Livestock Exchange. Welcome here, Ann. Good to be here, Lindsay. Thank you. Yeah, this is... Uh, okay, so I'm just going to say for everybody, I am so glad February is over. Uh, I don't like it. <laughs> and so in like a lion, in like a lamb, I don't care. It's March. So I'm I'm thrilled. But uh, is March... You're going to bring us through the cash prices. Is March a quiet time this early March? Is this a quiet time in the cattle markets? Oh, it, it really varies, you know, in terms of what's going on market, market-wise. market We know we're getting closer to spring, which is a super busy time, uh, you know, on the ranches in terms of, uh, of spring and calving and all the rest of it. And typically, as we get further into spring, um, a little deeper into the second quarter, we'll be into barbecue season. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there's some good things that happen over the next little while. So, it's hard to put a it's hard to put a, this is how much always is, because I think it varies a lot depending on the weather. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, let's dig into some of what we did see for prices south of the border, and then we'll work our way north. Yeah. Well, south, um, a lot of uh, change in markets. Sounds like a lot of the cash trade, both north and south, at that 183 live, and the North trade kind of at that 290 delivered on the draft market. So kind of um, steady as she goes. Um, I, that maybe would be considered a bit disappointing. I think most were expecting the market maybe to keep moving stronger seasonally as it does into March and April. So um, we'll, we'll see how the next couple of weeks flow. But I think this one maybe would be called disappointing. The choice cut out that wholesale price up 4 bucks this week, 304 which is a good sign, but at the same time, it's mostly because the kills have been smaller, so we've shorted the product a little bit, and, uh, and the cutouts responded. But nevertheless, it's back up over $3, which is um, is a solid cutout market for this time of year. I did want to, while we're still on the U.S. market, just finish with um, an update from last Friday's cattle on feed report in the U.S., the February 1 report. Pretty much as expected, uh, on-feed numbers were 100% of last year. January placements were the kind of the the negative. They were down 7%. They were expected to be lower than that. So the market kind of did its reaction early this week. But the January marketing number was right on on expectations at 100% as well. So the market's kind of already dealt with it, but I did want to kind of update folks on, on where we ended up. Bringing it to Western Canada, kind of quiet from what Canfax is saying in terms of uh, uh, cash market prices. There was some asking prices out in the mid-380s delivered, dressed, but we just haven't, there hasn't been much uh, confirmed business. And it sounded like there's a little more packer interest out of the U.S. this week as well. So we'll see what they report later today in terms of uh, how that cash market ended up in the West. So mm-hmm. that's kind of... Not a really exciting week, but steady as she goes. Mm-hmm. We'll take steady. Um, beats the alternative. Uh, okay, but we did get to talk about some numbers, though. Uh, Statistics Canada came out with the inventory, an inventory report, cattle inventory report for January 1. And there is some, there is some really cool data in this. So, Anne, walk us through. Where are we at with cattle inventories? Well, I think the safest thing to start off if you're going to have a one-line summary is 
as expected. <laughs> so it's also not exciting, but it, this is this is you know some key pieces that we we use to determine okay what's going on at, at the ground level in terms of the numbers, what's changed. Um, so uh, you know f- for those of us analysts of the world, we find it very interesting. But the total cattle and calves, so everything um, down two percent to start off this year, eleven point zero five five million. So that's Canada's total cattle and calf inventory that is the smallest since 1989 um, and same with canadian beef cow numbers they were also down two percent so that's one of our key numbers that we watch 3.46 million is our count in terms of national beef cow herd and that is also the smallest since 1989 so are those surprises no um, that's kind of exactly where uh, most were expecting it to come off with um, just because we're talking about dairy cattle more or crossbreds more and more these days, the national dairy cow herd in Canada was unchanged from last year. It sits at 964,000 heads, so just under a million head of dairy cows in Canada. And um, the national beef replacement heifer number, so this is the one that we really want to watch, it was down 6%. Mm. Are we surprised? No. We saw all those big placements. We've talked about it so much, Lindsay, in terms of seeing heifers going on feed, um, seeing heifers move through the auction market, seeing heifers in the slaughter mix. You know, all those things last year with the drought told us we knew where the heifers were going. And this report now confirms, okay, they're not in the cow herd and, uh, and the national number's down 6%. The bullish number, if you're if you're sitting listening to this uh, in terms of uh, you're at the the cow calf level or the stalker level, um, the feeder supply outside of feedlots on January 1st. So this is after everything's counted in terms of what's already on feed. What's left outside um, of feedlots to place on feed this year? That number continues to drop down as it has each year for the last number of years, and this year it's down four percent from last year. So there's a big support for the feeder market as we go forward. I mean, it already has been, but now, you you know, as we look back and look forward, that's going to be a strong supporting factor on the supply side in terms of what's out there to buy. Okay. Now, those, I mean, that's it. The heifer number is a big number. Definitely one that we're paying attention to. Um, we also saw some numbers, though, on the farm cash receipts, which I think this this does start to put this picture together a little bit more as well. So we're talking inventory numbers, but we're also looking at um, the, the dollars and the dollars and cents. Where where has the cattle and calf sort of income side sh- shaken out for Canada in this last year? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's another um, very critical piece as we go forward. And this also is not surprising because we did have record cattle prices in 2023. So it makes sense that the 2023 farm cash receipts would be up substantially for cattle and calves. Um, Stats Can reported them up 26% from 22 at um, just about $15 billion. And if you do all livestock, um, up almost 10%, 9.8% to $37.3 billion. And just on the comparative side, crop receipts in 2023 were only up 2%. So over the last number of years, if you recall, it's of course been crop receipts have well outpaced the gains that's been going on on the, on the, ca- on the cattle side. So certainly a change in that. And if I, if I might, Lindsay, I just wanted to go back to the cow numbers because everybody always asks, well, what do you, you know? What do you think is going to happen? You know, is the cow herd going to continue to get smaller? I think you know, just looking at where the cow herd is is important to remember. 
So this report told us 45% of the national cow herd is in Alberta, 28% is in Saskatchewan, 11% is in Manitoba, and 6% in Ontario. So that kind of really brings home, you know, if the key, you know, the most uh, critical parts of the drought have been going on in Alberta and Saskatchewan, um, then then that's that's a critical piece, I think, that we really need to see change as we go forward. So just thought I, I wanted to throw that little piece in there as well. It's definitely a good perspective. All right, Anwasco, we will come back again to the Beef Market Update in two weeks, like we do every Friday. Thanks so much for joining me on the show today. Okay, it's been great. Thanks, Lindsay. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Beef Market Update brought to you by Brett Young. Check out their silage and grazing corn, stock blends, or custom build your own mix for a happy, healthy herd. Talk to your retailer today.